How's it going, man? How's hey, it going? Up, <laughs> Thanks what's for up, having me. Man. Of course, this is hey. episode five of the Mental Vacation Hour, and we have Aaron Gonzalez here, creator of yeah. Mellow Park, <laughs> makes fucking cool ass art, man. Yeah, man. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, real stoked to be here. And uh, yeah, man, congrats to you again. We were talking about it before, but on your drop today. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but happened today. Picked mine up. Your little music NFT collab with Yon, dude. Came out so sick. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it feels it feels like really cool um, releasing your own NFTs. I mean, how did it feel when you started releasing your own? Yeah, dude, it was like an experiment and a process for sure. But yeah, I didn't mean to ask you, was this your first project that you personally released and like that you minted and stuff? Yeah, man. It, yeah, very first. I mean, um, I I tried stuff before, but nothing like official. Like I never sold an NFT or anything like that. Like this was officially the first, mm. man. And I've been itching to, but finally, finally did it, man. It's really cool. Yeah, especially yeah you with can feel the passion like behind manifold. it. Yeah, dude. That Well, that's what I wanted to get into is like, so the, it was your first time kind of like going through Manifold and that type of thing? Because I feel like they've made the process super seamless since then. Like I've been messing with Manifold for a little bit and it's uh, today it's like pretty nice. Yeah, dude. It, it It's really cool because especially with music NFTs, I feel like you have to go through kind of like a platform that's gate kept and stuff and i i always put in my applications and stuff like that and um i mean it's it, it there, there are spots that aren't gate kept or anything like that but mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's just really cool being able to do stuff on your own through something like manifold and having the options to do open editions or closing it whenever you want anything like that man it's it's really cool yeah yeah, it's the freedom. I've been waiting for that for a while. Like even when I got first started, it was like figuring out the smart contract stuff. Like I'm not a developer and I was like almost waiting for the for the tools to hit us. And it feels like they're finally here and starting to like improve and stuff like through Bueno and through Manifold and through these like different outlets, you know, it feels pretty good. So it's like you could just like fully focus on the creative and then you just have like the dev stuff taking care of you for you, you know? Yeah, it's, it- uh, it's cool. We're in a good spot, in a good spot in this space. You know what I mean? A lot of kind of building on top of ideas at this point, and it's good. No, for sure, and yeah, it, it, especially like I mean, even a year from now, it's it when you first look at every, you're just an artist trying to get into the space. You look at everything like, how do I even get started? You know, it's yeah, it it's definitely um, hard to get in right now. Well, not as much now as it was before but i feel like in five years 10 years i mean think about what it could do to the art space and all the innovation that's going to come to make everything so easy and seamless it's gonna it's gonna be yeah, really definitely real seamless cool. it's gonna be like posting to instagram or like tiktok or that type of thing you know and then it's just like like the code is behind it and stuff and it'll be official authenticated but it um yeah my first experience with that was like before nfts i was kind of messing with like the face filters on instagram and that type of thing and uh, just experimenting and uh just kind of creating environments that way and then i was talking to this dude who like worked at sony and he was like he just came back from a conference or whatever and then he was like yeah dude they're trying to make it public so that anybody could just drop face filters like on instagram i didn't believe him at the time they weren't available for people to like even if you knew like how to do it or whatever to get them on there. But it's like now today we're kind of at a spot where like anybody could like do it pretty easily, you know, and yeah, then yeah. people really took off on it. I kind of dropped that since NFTs came around, but, um, but that was like, now I kind of like fully believe it. That's like, you see like a technology at like its infancy or whatever. And then now it's like in the mainstream and like public use, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. NFTs are like definitely on the way, like we're getting there. You feel it like manifold and stuff yeah it's it's really cool and yeah manifold definitely made 2023 start off with a bang i, I think it was really it's it was really inspiring you know yeah. I, I feel like art really was back at the forefront 
and everyone was just trying to drop like some sick ass art and you know i think when people try to yeah. one-up each other in a positive way it's fucking it creates movements man. yeah yeah you also get to the point where you're trying to one-up yourself through these burn mechanics like the burn mechanics i think that was the game changer that was super cool like i'm stoked on it we're trying to mess with it a little bit yeah man explain more about that i, yeah. I fucking love the beebs and what you're doing with that it's it's super cool man yeah it, i love the art with it too. <laughs> appreciate you yeah we're just trying to keep building and just like kind of not do the same thing over and over you know but um but i guess like i'll drop a little background on like mellow park and what, and what mm. we're about and stuff and what we're doing our origins so it uh we started with like plant swap and it was just a bunch of uh little house plants that we would just drop like one at a time really and just like using like open seas like default smart contract because because again i didn't have like access to like developer that type of thing mm-hmm. and then through that it was like people really started connecting with these plants met some really cool people who are like still part of the park and stuff um how how long ago was the uh, plant swap yeah so that was like mid 2021 so like july okay. 2021 and it was okay. like I learned about NFTs kind of like at the end of 2020 or so. And then and I was like, it's cool. Like, and then it was like in the back of my mind and I was like studying DeFi and that type of thing. And uh, yeah. And then like kind of board ape and stuff popped off. I'm like, Whoa, the collection style, you know, that's a really cool way to go about it. And then um, yeah, like Jan was like one up in there and he was super early. And that was like another thing that really inspired me. Um, Bro, I was like, dang, how do I set up a collection? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just hand draw 10,000 of these plants. And then I was like, <laughs> I got to like 100. Yeah, dude, I got to like maybe 50 or 100. And I was like, dang, that's kind of gnarly. And I started like doing math, like how long they would take me. I'm like, dude, this is gonna take me like two years. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we'll just make a thousand. And then even then, we scaled it down to like 550. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, that took like eight months to do. But yeah, met a lot of cool people during that process. And then we hit like kind of a weird point where it was like, I didn't know where to go with it. But I knew like I wanted to create an environment and like kind of design like, like a vibe or like build off of our visual language and not just get stuck on houseplants, you know, mm-hmm. as much as I love them. And then they're like a central theme, you know, that we keep working with. It's yeah. like, so then I came on this idea of like designing a whole little park. Um, and our version of a world, you know, like a scaled down world that's pretty accessible. And uh, yeah, that's how we got to Mellow Park. And now we're kind of expanding, designing landmarks and that type of thing. And just like unlocking new characters. Um, and the Beebs are part of that for sure. These baby seedlings. <laughs> but I love it, yeah, man. I'm super stoked. I know. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's so fucking cool. I love the, the houseplants, man. Like it, I, I saw it at like the perfect time because like um yeah the symbolism behind like plants in general just like you know growing and all that like i was like fuck i fucking relate to this right now and i I love it like that's uh, that's when i got into it and um yeah what was the inspiration behind house plants for you though i was curious about that yeah yeah for sure so for sure like tap into that symbolism and like all these visual metaphors that you're speaking on and stuff but um yeah, so I really started like kind of obsessing over like houseplants, just drawing them, you know, my girlfriend, she's the one that uh, really like takes care of like our like actual plants and like she's like knows all the names and all the like treating techniques or whatever. And me, I just mm-hmm. like draw these weird <laughs> imaginative type like plants. And <laughs> so, yeah, I get weird with it. Um, yeah, so during like COVID time, like when we had to like lock down and stuff, I was just like painting a lot of interior scenes. And then I started focusing on objects and then on house plants. So I was just like painting a bunch of these plants, like on canvas, like here in the apartment. And uh, yeah, then, then it came about like NFTs. I'm like, dang, what can I tap into that? I've been really like, like vibing off of lately or whatever. And this was just like plants and I just wouldn't question it and just like go, you know? And uh, yeah, I don't know, but they're cool. Like, in regard to like symbolism and that type of thing, just as like, almost treat them as like visual metaphors for like people, you know, where like house plants, they like live in this vessel and then the plant growing from it is the life, you know? 
So it's kind of like body and soul type of thing. But at the same time, I don't want to like put too much labels on it because I want like people to kind of interpret it themselves, you know? Um, but yeah, dude, there's like a lot you could do with the plants and just like raising it and growth. And even like, even going back to your drop, how like watering your flowers and just taking care of yourself and in these NFT projects, just like taking it day by day, taking care of your community and just like, you have to keep checking in and just like, you know, so I mean, it's like, like metaphor on top of metaphor when it comes to plants. And um, it's actually really helped in terms of we've been going at this like over a year and a half now. And just like, I think we've been able to do so because it's like a constant reminder, you know, you got to water your plants and uh, take care of them and look after them, give them sunlight, everything they need, you know. But um, yeah, dude, it's yeah, I don't know. I've fallen like more in love with the plants as we keep like continuing to grow and like build off of ideas, you know. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I I love I love the plants, man. I, it's beautiful artwork, and yeah, the, the what you just said behind it is just beautiful. And yeah, man, it, it's it's awesome. Even just this whole world you've been building, you know, like have you always wanted to kind of create like this whole world with storytelling behind it? Like, have you always kind of been uh, in that direction of things with art? Yeah, so it feels pretty good because now it's kind of like this project is like the first opportunity where I could really like organize my ideas and like I'm starting to like dig back and like old drawings and stuff and then be like, oh, that was the first plant I made or this was like the first little basketball character I made and this was like a few years ago. So it's like organizing those ideas into like one cohesive like brand, you know, it's like one cohesive like mm -hmm. world. Um and just designing all the elements that a park would need. But yeah, I kind of, it's been on my mind for sure. Like, so like in 2020 or 2019, one of those years, um, I like designed little animations for, for this Netflix project. And then just like seeing the inside of that and like, like, I don't know, kind of how desperate for content like Netflix and Hulu and like, like Disney plus and all these streaming platforms are for content. I'm like, dude, the opportunities there, like for sure. And like the people that we worked with on this, it was like a documentary thing. What they did was just basically they grew up a community through like a blog or like a newsletter and they got like some people behind them, you know, not like too much, but it seemed doable. And then they had an idea, like a proven concept. And then they made their like documentary thing or whatever. And I was like, mm -hmm dude, you could do that. No problem. I mean, it definitely takes work, you know, but it's like yeah, accessible yeah. or possible. And it's like, no, for sure. so then I started messing with ideas and this was pre NFTs just like, I don't know, but I'm kind of tapping into those ideas now for with like mellow park, but they were kind of just all disorganized at the time. So it's like that idea was mm -hmm. lingering. And so now kind of the approach I'm taking with mellow park is like, designing all the like assets or like build a foundation that like a tv show would need even if we don't like go in that direction it's just like if you have an environment and like a group of characters that people can identify with and like they have names and stuff and, like build like personalities and like the emotional connection behind them it's like you could take that to like a bunch of different forms of media whether it's like whether it is like animation or like books or like even merchandise or you know, um, but yeah, just like building like a branding language and stuff. That's what I'm really stoked on and just been like studying a bunch of people and the way they've gone about it, you know, from history and stuff. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, obsessing yeah, it's, it's over really it lately. Cool. <laughs> yeah, man, it, 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 it's definitely cool that with NFTs, it can kind of provide like almost funding for your ventures in, in a way where yeah, you can build stuff off of the people that are interested in it, you know? Like, you have yeah. a cool concept, people can buy into it, and you can build with the people that want to see it. It's fucking cool. It's something that hasn't really been done before, you know? It's it's yeah. so interesting, man. And it's like, I think the opportunity to give back to people that were, like, with you from day one, you know? Or, like, just little forms of mm. rewards, you know? Like my first thought coming into this, I'm like, oh, dude, I could like split the royalties or like <laughs> the profits with the people from the community. And then it's like you quickly learn that's like an issue with like, 
like the SEC yeah. or whatever, you know? It's like, then you find like, <laughs> like how else could I provide value to like the people from day one, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. But it's cool it. because <laughs> a lot of, a lot of the people like in, in your community and in a lot of communities are just like, listen, I just want cool fucking art. You know, that's what I want, you know, like, and yeah, you know, it's really cool, man. I love the it art. It took me a long time putting out. Thanks, man. Yeah. It, it took me a long time to come to terms with that. It was like, mm-hmm. for like the longest time, I was like feeling like a bunch of guilt that it was like, basically that like the price and value hadn't gone like way up yet, you know? Cause I'm like, dang, I want to make mm-hmm. some people money. That was like, <laughs> That's what I was not really trying to do, but kind of hoping at what would happen, you know? But then it's like, you come to terms with like, oh wait, these people are like, they're still hanging out and they're still like vibing and liking the art and like collecting it, you know? It's like, because they genuinely like it. And it's like, that's the best type of people you want to surround yourself with in this space, you know? Yeah. um, I don't know. Finding the genuine projects, I think that's what it's about. Yeah, man. And it's almost nice when prices around everywhere just kind of go down and you'll really see who the real ones are then you know because they're still here for yeah. exactly why they came in from the start for you know the art the community the you know all the good things that come with like a cool nft project and yeah for sure yeah man i know it was a whole filtering out process it feels like it's starting to i don't know maybe pick up steam again you know um Mm-hmm. like since people have kind of cleared out of the space but i mean how how do you feel about things today like when when did you you were just part of like the groupie since like the very beginning right and you were like met yon early on and stuff like you've been in the space for a while right so it's yeah it's really weird because i was um making the album mental vacation what was it 2021 i think yeah, it was when he was making the groupies, like it was still in the process of being created. And like, I honestly had no clue what NFTs were. I'm like, dude, I didn't know what you're talking about, but the art looks like really cool. Yeah. Like, and um, yeah, like the the whole album dropped and stuff and he dropped the groupies finally. And I didn't even have a Twitter at the time, but I was like, this is fucking sick. And that was my first... um intro into nfts and i didn't uh he actually ended up giving me one a couple months after it released and that's how i got in that's that was my first nft and from then on i you know i bought more and then got into other communities and ever since so it was beginning of 22 i might i was actually a little bit later than a lot of people that are in the space but ever since then man i've been hooked i've been loving just everything about you know, NFT Twitter and all the new drops and everything, man. No, yeah, what a great way into the space through Yon. Yeah, man, it, it was really fucking cool. You know, I because I mean, with his with his collection, I just really felt, you know, relate relatable with it, and um, yeah, it was fucking cool, man. And I was like, I need more trippy art in this fucking. <laughs> the nft space yeah. man <laughs> yeah, dude, but no, i'm, I'm sure. glad <laughs> yeah for sure but i'm glad it kind of segued me into all these other cool communities like i'm so glad to stumble across mellow park and um i'm like super excited to see like what ends up coming like in the future with what you're doing like what what are your plans kind of like for this year like or even like five years down the line, like what what are you thinking of the future looking like? Yeah, dude. So I do have it mapped out and it's like, I have like this pretty clear vision cool, cool. and it's just a matter of like breaking it down. Like what can we do today that will get us to like our like five-year goal or whatever, you know? I don't have like the dates mapped out or nothing, but I have like the steps, mm. you know? And um so like I said, yeah, like, so like the far out goal is like a TV show, whether that happens or not, that's just like, you know, just work towards that because that gives you like all the assets you need to kind of be flexible in which way you want to go. Mm. So it's like, okay, so if that's the case and you have to start building like short narratives that you could work with and like 
introduce characters that well, you can work with, you know, and, um, but also like staying flexible, like, like we've seen with the open editions or like the burn mechanics, it's like, how can you integrate this like new meta into what you're doing so that you could stay relevant and just, uh, keep people engaged, you know? Um, mm -hmm. so there's like a few things in the work. So it's like one that I'm really excited about is these like comic strips that we're going to start dropping on like a regular basis. And we're going to basically make, it's basically going to be like a newsletter, like an email newsletter, but instead of like a bunch of text, it's going to be comic strips to your email. And, uh, um, yeah. so yeah, we're going to ship those out. I wanted to like announce it like yesterday, but at the same time, like, it's like, you want to kind of get ahead of schedule, you know, what we were talking about earlier and like kind of mm -hmm. have like a few, you know what I mean? Like at least a week's worth or whatever, like ahead of time. Sure. So I'm doing that. And those are going to be like free um, for like, and we're going to ship out three a month. So basically one a week. And then we're also going to have like 10 that are available a month that will ship out three times a week. And then that will be like a paid tier for like $5 a month. And um, nice. yeah, so like 50 cents a comic basically. And then the goal is to like, basically like treat your inbox, like your emailed inbox, like a traditional newspaper in the sense where it's like you're you're going through your emails and you got like your business and your news and your ads and then like hopefully our little comic strip pops up and you're like oh cool and then you just like look at it quick little 30 seconds and like like gets you stoked or a smile you know and then you keep moving so that's the goal with those and um basically to have like a whole catalog of like short stories that we could work with where once we hit 100 we'll make like a little book of comic strips and then we'll also pull from those comic strips to use as like storyboards for like animations and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and just work with that. So that's kind of like a step that we're using to build these short stories, you know. Um, and I kind of like got really. Oh yeah, go for it. No, I'm, I was just saying. I was just like, like that's fucking awesome, man. Like you keep going. Man. I fucking <laughs> love what you're saying yeah dude so i got super inspired like i mean i get inspired by like all sorts of people but one in specific is like charles schultz with like charlie brown mm -hmm. and uh i went to his museum kind of recently and just seeing like all they were able to do with like his comic strips and it was just like he would just take it day by day just pumping out these little stories and stuff and then i mean that led to like sculptures obviously like the animations um all this like merchandise and like licensing stuff mm -hmm. and you know like got weird with it too like even in the bathroom it was super sick it was like a bunch of little tiles but then like at eye level it was like a little comic strip that would go all like across the bathroom and stuff so it's like you could do like cool <laughs> like installation stuff but yeah as long as you got stories to work with i think that's like that's like the key you know and um and also like incorporating like that one dude, uh, Miyazaki, who did, like, Spirited Away, you know, Hayao Miyazaki or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like, think about his way of working, where he would just, like, like, make a bunch of characters and then build stories from them. So I, like, really related to that and with these NFT projects. It's, like, you're developing an aesthetic, and now it's, like, time to develop stories next, you know? So it's, like... Mm -hmm. So our goal for this year is to like build these little stories to work with and like introduce new characters like the, the Beebs and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, I fucking just branch love off that. into like, dude, yeah, I know I'm stoked. Like I have it all mapped in my head and it's like, sometimes I get too excited and like try to get ahead of myself, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, this like emailed uh, comic strip thing I'm stoked on that. I think it'll keep you grounded you know having that consistent routine like that but um yeah no i i definitely feel that because ever since starting you know this podcast it, it feels good having a, at least one thing where it's like okay i gotta do this every week you know so at least you have one mm -hmm. thing that's kind of keeping you grounded and then all that other creative stuff you know hey it comes as it comes and but you at least have that one thing that keeps you kind of grounded but Dude, I love I love what you're fucking building with that, man. That's awesome. Like what what are some um, you know, cartoons or just shows that inspire you? Yeah. So I'm all over the place, but again, like Charlie Brown for sure, he's a main dude. And mm -hmm. um Dr. Seuss, man. 
I'm obsessed with Dr. Seuss. Mm, I'll yeah. be like a weirdo, like in the bookstore. Like I'll be going to the children's <laughs> section and just like spending like an hour or whatever with the Dr. Seuss books and just like, just like exam examining them all hard or whatever. Super stoked on Dr. Seuss. Awesome. Again, like what they were able to do with the merchandising and stuff, you know, I started with these short stories. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, do like Super Mario World, you know, and just like the variety that's associated with that and just like unpredictability of characters and the way they get really weird with it. Like that's that's another thing we're trying to do. Um, yeah, do the collectability of like Pokemon and stuff, you know, like mm. trying to figure out Boy, how to like incorporate that into the story as well. And, like using plants as our Pokemon, basically, you know. Um, and just like, yeah, dude, I'm all over the place. Even if I don't like something, like, but the public does, like, I try to pull stuff from it, like, okay, or understand at least, like, what's resonating mm. with people, you know, culturally and stuff. And maybe just, like, taking, like, their formula or something and just incorporating it to our aesthetic or something, you know? But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, dude, I, like, study this stuff crazy. Or, like, The Simpsons is super tight, too. And uh, oh, one yeah. thing significant about the Simpsons is that, so that dude started with like a comp or yeah, a comic strip, basically another one. Um, he had this zine that he would just oh, like wow. ship around. Yeah. Here in my area, it was called life in hell. And it was basically the little mouse from, uh, from itchy and scratchy. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. So, and then eventually like some executives over here and like in Culver city, it's like not too far from me. It's uh, they picked up his zine and he had like little merchandise and stuff. And then they needed like a short animation or something to like fill in between commercials or something. And then basically he didn't want to sell his idea because he was like, Oh, it's a corporate, they're going to take it over or whatever. So then he like pitched him <laughs> Simpsons instead, which is based off his family. But it's like, yeah, there's a few landmarks in my area right here that is like, like Moe's or whatever. It's like a local bar that's like 10 minutes from me or something. And it's like pulling from your local surroundings and incorporating into what you're building. Like, that's what I'm trying to do, you know, with oh, yeah. like Mellow Park. I'm just like naming certain places oh, like yeah. Pine Grove. It's named after like an elementary school that like we would skate at growing up. And just... um Mellow Park is also inspired by like a park that I would uh, go to growing up. Um, but yeah, dude, just oh, tapping into like your life experiences and like using mm. Mellow Park as like a vehicle to to share it, you know. But, yeah, dude, I nerd out about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Man. It's good to fucking, you know, be a nerd about what you love because that's what you know. That's what keeps you fucking going, dude. You know, especially if yeah, you're able sure. to, you know, turn it into your career and life's work, man. Shit. Mm. Sign me the That's fuck up. That's a dream. <laughs> yeah. But I know. Yeah. I've been counting my blessings lately for sure. It's like to like, even if, you know, if even if you're not like loaded, like financially or whatever, it's like still to spend your day like how you spend your time you know it's like dang i'm spending time like kind of like unlocking or like working towards this vision you know i'm like starting to pick up a little bit of traction and it's uh so i don't know taking it day by day and just like being grateful for like having the freedom to kind of spend the day you how you want to spend it you know but, but at the same time it's like 12 hours a day of work really that you have to like really like put into it and just like like all your free like mental space is like occupied by this you know and it's like it's cool like i'm super grateful <laughs> hell yeah man but and um you know it's it's i'm sure like the fucking workload can get overwhelming and whatnot but it's definitely nice like not having to go to some you know soul-sucking job for eight hours where you're giving your mind to someone else and then those last few hours trying to use what you have left for yourself you know it's definitely nice yeah, you know being able to commit to what you love and it's fucking awesome man i'm happy for you dude seriously yeah hey thank you yeah it takes you know i'm basically like naively optimistic you know even if it's not the smartest thing to be doing like financially or whatever sometimes 
Mm. It's like, but you see like the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and it's starting to shine a little brighter every day. And it's like, you have a good feeling about it. And everyone's telling you like not to pursue it or whatever, like have a backup, you know? (laughs) And it's like, it's almost tempting to like get off of the track you're on or whatever for like stability. Mm -hmm. But, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, dude, that's what I'm hoping that this, this little emailed comic strip too. Hopefully it's like, even if not a lot of people sign up, hopefully it gives a little bit of stability, you know, and like to continue like, like building value to like the assets in our collection at the same time, you know, that's the, that's the primary goal. Um, But yeah, dude, (laughs) I think it's, it's really smart dude that doing it through email because yeah like you said like when you're looking through email how often are you like oh this is some cool art that i get to fucking look at real quick (laughs) like a comic strip in a fucking newspaper that's fucking genius man i would love to have that you know because you're just looking through it like uh this that that yeah but it would definitely stick out like a sore thumb man yeah no no one's really doing that that i know of you know and it's um mm-hmm. and also i'm like i think about myself in the sense that like i sign up to a few newsletters like like for example i don't know if you get like cosmo medici's newsletter or something um mm-hmm. he's like a collector in the space and like uh his his newsletter i get stoked on and it's pretty quick he's designed it so it's like a quick like one minute read you know but mm-hmm. it's like some good points and stuff so i'm like if i could make something that like people get stoked on the way i'm stoked on like these newsletters that i'm signed up um but like keep it like short and sweet you know like that's like that's where you want to be because there's other newsletters that i'm subscribed to but like i'm like okay it's gonna take me like 15 10 15 minutes to read it's like i don't really got 10 minutes right now um or i mean at least i don't want to like spend my next 10 minutes reading this you know but (laughs) maybe i'll come maybe i'll come back to it and most of the time i don't so it's like that's the goal it's like (laughs) A little 30 second read through a comic strip that that'll just like put a smile on someone's face you know that's the goal hell yeah i love that man i'm all about that <laughs> how how long have have you been making art for how long has it been now so like i actually like started drawing and painting when i was like 17 so like like my last like the second half of high school, like senior year, whatever, that was like the first like art mm. class I ever took. <laughs> and that was like, mm. like a big unlock. Cause I had put like, basically like my cousin, my older cousin who I'm inspired by, he's like, he's like really good at art. And uh, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll never be able to be that good. And they will just like, be like, I can't draw or paint. I'll just like let it to him. <laughs> but I would have these ideas in my head and I would just like never like execute on them. So yeah, it took me to like, so it's been 10 years. So I'm like 27 years old and, uh, that's awesome. It's 27. Mm-hmm. 27 oh, club, yeah. man. Ni- 1995 <laughs> or what? Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> that's tight, dude. 1995. That's the oh, that's year. Awesome. <laughs> Not for mm-hmm. real. But did you feel that 17 was, did you feel like you were late in the game or anything like that? Or did you just think like, oh, now's the time to do it? Or like, how, how did you feel about that? Getting in at 17. So like, yeah, dude, it's interesting. I thought about this a lot. And it was like, for a long time, I regretted it. And I would kind of be like, damn, like, kind of mad, I guess, at the, the community I grew up in for not providing more like creative outlets, you know, to like explore like your creative side and stuff in the community I grew up in. Mm-hmm. But then now, like looking back, I'm like, maybe I just loaded up on a bunch of like creative energy and now it's just like unleashing now, you know, like it was all built mm-hmm. up and now I'm tapping to ideas from mm-hmm. my childhood and stuff and um, like creating them in a visual language I'm happy with. Um, so it's like mixed feelings in a sense, but now I'm kind of more grateful looking back on it. Um, but at the yeah. same time I do one of my like big goals, like long-term goals is to like go back to like the area I grew up in and just like create like, you know, like creative community center type things and just like provide some resources for for basically the younger version of myself. <laughs> um, I love that. But, man. but yeah, I basically started. So like, I would just work on something creative every single day since like since I started making art. So there hasn't been like a day that I haven't like worked on something like a drawing or even like mapped out drawings or painting or like screen mm-hmm. print or something, you know. 
so yeah i don't know <laughs> no that's cool man and yeah it's 17 it's funny like the that age it's it's easy to feel like you know you're behind like oh fuck like I, I started so late, but now you're you're 27. In hindsight, you're like, well, I have 10 years experience now. Like that's pretty good. That's what you they know? say, right? 10 years. Like the... Exactly, man. You got your 10 years in, and some people now <laughs> at 27, they'll be like, I want to start making art, but now it's too late. But even, you know, it, it's crazy. Um, in hindsight, when you know you feel like you're late to something, but really at the end of the day you know we're still young and even if you're old you're still young if you have a young mindset and as long as you start doing what you love at any age man never too late you know yeah but like i don't know like now we're kind of at a spot where it's like internationally like like anyone could see your stuff you know and we were like we had that too like with instagram and stuff but you know, mm. it would more like show you localized content at some point. But now mm. it's kind of like you don't even know where some people are based. And that's pretty inspiring. And it's like, I don't know, something I'm really, really stoked on. Just like an international art marketplace. It's like insane to me. Yeah, it, it, that's that's the craziest part, especially in NFTs. I feel like everyone's fucking living somewhere different than each other. It's, it's crazy, man. Like you'll, you'll realize like... The, person you've been following like wait they're in another fucking country what the fuck <laughs> like you just don't yeah. e expect it to be so glo global it's it's crazy man but it's yeah exactly. that's something fucking beautiful because especially with visual art i mean it doesn't matter where you're from what language you speak um you know art speaks its own language and it's fucking cool man how it can just be spread so globally like that Dude, that's it, a great man. point I know that visual language, it's universal. And like, you know, that, that's one of the reasons I'm like really inspired by, there's a lot of reasons I'm inspired by Jan, like just him being an OG, but even like how he's based in Argentina, you know, and he's just making it mm -hmm. happen and just like killing it. And just like, yeah, all these, all these artists from Thailand that I'm now exposed to that I didn't know before, you know, like even with the three landers with Palm mm -hmm. and just like, dude, killing it. And it's like, I wouldn't have probably been exposed to him beforehand. And, um, you know, I think that's one of the reasons that really resonated with your song that you, that you dropped today with your open edition. And it's just like, I mean, reading the thread that you posted on Twitter or whatever, really wanting to come to like Los Angeles and just like not working out for like, you know, whatever reason. And, uh, mm -hmm. just getting comfortable with yourself and the spot you're in, you know, and just, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, just like not, like coming to terms that utopias don't exist, you know what I mean? And just like, I don't know, your peace of mind is at the priority. But yeah, because I came to LA, like like I'm living in Los Angeles right now. I came for the same reason to kind of escape, you know? <laughs> but now mm -hmm. I'm kind of realizing. Where, where were like, you originally from? So not too far. So like three hours north of here from uh, Santa Maria, it's called. Uh, yeah, Santa Maria. Okay. And that's okay. on the central coast of California. So it's like halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles. And um, mm. yeah, it's yeah, it's a cool area. It's just, uh, it's a little bland, you know? <laughs> mm. Yeah, but, oh, I hear you. But now I'm kind of at the point where it's like, oh yeah, go for it. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, but, but just seeing how you could live anywhere and make it happen and you don't have to like, I don't know, be in the mix supposedly, you know? Or like, I don't know. Cause I'm, I've been spending most of my days in, inside in the apartment, you know, like I'll still go to art mm -hmm. shows every now and then, but not at the same rate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's crazy because, you know, sometimes you think that you have to escape to, yeah. Like what I was saying in that escape to find, you know, your, what you consider paradise and stuff and, yeah, it's you really just can't run somewhere to find it, man. Like it, it took fucking going to the fucking bottom to realize that, you know, you you can't go somewhere else to make it to the top, you know, with anything mm -hmm. like uh, emotionally or physically, you know. Um, but yeah, 
No, it, so so you you managed to um, make it out to LA though. That's cool. And how how has living in LA been for you? It's been cool. So I basically used like art school as the vehicle to get here. <laughs> so I signed up for nice. a bunch of school debt, and then I, I scored a spot out here. But even scoring a spot, it was like we got blessed for sure. Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. so yeah. So we live three hours north of here. So we took about like eight trips like within the month like out here you know coming back and forth to Mm -hmm. like just trying to find a spot to live you know before like the school started or whatever and then so we got like a text at like three in the morning and it was like hey you still want that spot it didn't even say who it was and we just said yes (laughs) and they're like okay meet me like (laughs) i like maybe at like 10 a.m or whatever here (laughs) so we woke up a few hours later and then drove out here and it was like this really kind lady who was uh, in this spot here and we didn't have our numbers correct, you know, like income wise and stuff. And our credit mm-hmm. was like kind of okay, not really, but <laughs> she made it work. She was just like, but you better promise to pay. And we haven't missed a payment yeah. since, but, but yeah, dude, it took a blessing to get a spot here. And I can't imagine someone coming from across the country trying to make it happen. Cause dude, it, it's tough, you know, especially now, like apartments are so crazy high. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, but it's been cool. Yeah, like, man. I'm real grateful to be out here. Yeah, dude, that fucking, that place can chew you up and spit you out if you're not ready, dude. <laughs> you know, dude, definitely. you just got to learn. the. I mean, but at the end of the day, though, I do not regret trying that because I learned mm-hmm. so many fucking lessons from that. It, it, that was a fucking Good. cold, hard punch to the face that I needed. Mm. And... You know, I made I made my way down to Florida and I feel like this is my home now. So, you know, fate works in go. crazy ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. In, in the moment, you don't feel that way. But, you know, it was your it was your time to make it down to L.A. And, you know, that that's how fate fucking went for you. And that's fucking awesome, man. And yeah, you just got to go with the flow with some things and if it's meant to work out, it really will, especially if you're fucking giving it all you got, you know? So it's really awesome that you got to make your way over there and how, yeah. How was school like for you? Are you, you're, you're out of school now, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I finished in like 2019. Um, but that's mm. cool, man. You're able to make it work out in Florida and stuff, you know, it's like, I don't know, like you said, just roll with the punches and just like go, I don't know, dude, things work out that way, you know, but Mm-hmm. but yeah dude school for me it's like i wouldn't recommend to everybody but but for me mm-hmm. it was like what i needed and like super grateful for it and like expanded my mind you know and just uh met a lot of cool people and like did some cool collaborations and still doing cool collaborations to this day with those people but um so so i went to otis otis college of art and design uh, mm-hmm. that's right here by the airport and so growing up you know I didn't really have access to opportunities and I would just like, like creative opportunities. I would like be going to like a pizza spot and be like, Hey, could I design your logo or your menu and just get free pizza from you guys? Or like trying to like, or I would design like friends band shirts and screen print them in my friend's garage and stuff. And just like trying to make it work in my hometown. And it just wasn't going too far. So it was like, I kind of like tested myself in that way. And then I was like, okay, once I get to LA, like I'm gonna make it happen. Like, like as far as like creative opportunities go so it was like so I was going to school and like doing all the work and stuff but at the same time I was like any opportunity that came my way I was gonna like go for it you know make it happen or talk to the people mm-hmm. I need to talk to and stuff so in that way it was really cool and it worked out for me where it was like I would be using all their equipment like I was big on screen printing so it was like using their stuff in their lab and like their laser cutter and like their their Rizzo printer, which is a cool technique, and just I don't know, all, like access to all their equipment, even free printing, black and white printing. That for me, I'm super stoked on that type of stuff. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, dude, just their equipment, like I made the most of it for sure. And just like trying to get in as many art shows as I could, and yeah, dude. So it worked out in the sense that like, like one of the 
the best opportunities that came out of it was like designing like a campaign for the for the school it was like their first student that designed a campaign or whatever that like nice. basically designed like this this they call it a view book and it's like a catalog promoting the school and they ship it like worldwide mm. and so i designed that little catalog the like cover and stuff and the identity and that brought some cool opportunities but but i got that through like go into the marketing office like myself one day and just be like, hey, I want to like design a shirt because like the ones that they were selling in the shop were so weak. They were like not good, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> I, got, I got some ideas and then they kind of like turned me down, you know, but they're like, but there's this cool mm-hmm. like competition or whatever that you could apply to. And then it was like to design a mural. So, so they chose mine and then that led to something else. And then that led to the campaign. But, um, but yeah, dude, there was some cool stuff. And even just people like instructors or whatever, I would like skate with them and stuff. And like, I still hang out with some of them and then like some friends, you know, they go on to like work at like cool studios and stuff from there. Um, but yeah, dude, I was just prioritizing the people and stuff. Like I would never check my grades or nothing. Like, I think I got okay (laughs) grades, (laughs) but that was not the point, you know, it was like, to make yeah. art and stuff and because i always had a weird relationship with school where it was like even in high school i was like mm-hmm. trying to find a, the right way to drop out <laughs> and it just uh mm-hmm. like i just i ended up like the last year of high school or whatever just like taking some class at community college because i like didn't want to like be at the school <laughs> but mm-hmm. so it wasn't even like school for me it was just like a creative like outlet that lasted a few years you know but but at the same time it's so expensive i'm in so much debt right now <laughs> so it's like that's like <laughs> the big downside <laughs> yeah dude but yeah. but yeah man it'll work out <laughs> yeah man no for sure dude yeah you got you got fucking talent and i i think you you have a bright future with fucking everything you're doing with mellow park and everything it's it's definitely exciting man yeah people definitely have always have mixed feelings about you know school and it's tough because we if you're a creative and you know it because it's not always the right way to go but some people benefit so much from going to a school for whatever creative passion it is whether it's music or you know um visual art and yeah it's definitely just a case-by-case fucking basis though but i always do hear the people that have the best experience they did a lot of you know networking with other artists and cool people and they just build off of that and that's always like one of the biggest positives i hear and it's cool that you got that experience out of it yeah yeah dude. definitely cool yeah i feel the same way but it's also like like when you're actually networking and meeting cool people it's like almost don't even use that word networking it's just like oh i'm like yeah just hanging out with this dude and he's also cool or something and then he happens to be working for this person or like he happens to end up working with that person or whatever but it's like yeah just being around creative people that was something that when school ended i was like kind of doing my own thing you know but then the nft space and web3 it kind of re-unlocked that you know so it's like now you're Mm -hmm. connecting with like creative people on a international scope and it's it's been super tight it's like really really cool just like just hanging out in discord or whatever on twitter and stuff and just seeing people make really cool work or collect cool work and stuff and it's um a lot of creative ideas and cool creative people that you know it uh opens the window to to kind of connect with but that's what i've been searching for it's like just connecting with creatives yeah yeah i think yeah twitter with the nft space is like the perfect spot for it too it's just the perfect place to you know you follow someone and before you know it you know like this situation like i would i I just like you know started following like everything with the community less than a month ago and now like we're talking together on a podcast like that's fucking awesome man i love like how quickly you can you know become friends with people in this space It's, it's it's like a fucking beautiful thing man i love it man yeah it's crazy it's like the artwork it's like like your interests you know you're like more likely to connect with people that you vibe with based off of like 
the type of art you're collecting or that you're into or whatever you know it's like mm-hmm. it's like you're going to school or whatever say you're in junior high or something and you listen to the misfits and then you find another kid that also <laughs> listens to the misfits and then you're like automatically like you, you find all these other similar similarities you know <laughs> and it's uh it's like that but like on twitter and stuff and it's pretty cool <laughs> oh for sure man yeah definitely what what kind of music are you into now now i'm curious <laughs> yeah i know i i just i just pointed that out because in junior high i was super into the misfits and like black sabbath and stuff <laughs> but uh <laughs> um yeah i don't know man i'm all over the place like so right now i was listening to like like before we hopped on this call, I was listening to like Mac DeMarco's like first album or something from like 2012 or something. And it's like Rock and Roll Nightclub or something, I think it's called. But that one's super chill. <laughs> um, and before that, I was in the car listening to the radio to <laughs> like old school radio, uh, Power 106, which is like a hip hop thing. But mm. also like go to like this rock station or whatever, or like this 80s station. Um, yeah uh let's see so i got a stack of cds right there i'm looking at the all la laws do you like them nice all la laws are cool um dinosaur juniors in there like oh nice Mouse I, I, and I stuff. that's cool nice nice yeah. nice i don't know man all over the place or like i've been listening to like mf doom lately and just like okay the, like do you listen to mf doom or no like yeah, I fuck I fuck with MF Doom, you know. I I don't okay. listen to it like all the time, but when I do listen to it and that shit's hitting, it's fucking good. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. I like the little like like when he incorporates the old like comic animation like voiceovers or mm. whatever from like Fantastic 4 and stuff, and then he like his beats mm. on top of that and just like these old like propaganda sounding like ad-libs or whatever. Like that's tight to me. I like that. Yeah, yeah, he he was good at merging um fucking just like creative art, like visual art with his music and then that it's definitely inspiring, you know. Uh mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I was talking with Jan when we were on the podcast about how um you know, he uh merges like his music interests into his art and I found that very interesting and I can kind of see your your musical influences in your art too, and it's fucking cool, man. <laughs> like I could see like the Mac DeMarco and the fucking Modest Mouse and mm. shit. Like that's fucking sick, dude. I love that, that's man. Tight. Yeah, man. The branding that goes along with music, I think the anyone who does that correctly is gonna kill it. Like in the NFT space, you know, mm. going forward. Like one that I'm super stoked on. Like, I don't listen to their music as much as I should, but their, like, branding is, like, next level. It's, like, Grateful Dead. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I just came back from San Francisco, and I just, like, went to that area or whatever where they were, um, like, Height and Ashbury or whatever. And, like, Jimi Hendrix house is there and, like, the Grateful Dead house and stuff. And just, like, all the merch and stuff and all the people super stoked on Grateful Dead and just, like, like pulled a bunch of inspiration from there. So it's, like... I remember Jan, he dropped a piece that was Grateful Dead inspired and and Ryan mm-hmm. from our Discord, who's like a main Mellow Park dude, um, he picked that up with his like peace token or whatever. And uh but now it's kind of fresh in my head. I'm like, dang, I kinda wanna do like like a Grateful Dead inspired um Mellow Park, <laughs> like something, you know, I don't know what, but incorporate our little yogi character, our bear, you know, maybe as a Grateful Dead bear or something. Dude. But yo that'd be sick man i love that you gotta do that (laughs) yeah man that's what's been fun too just like making your version of certain stuff you know like i don't know but uh now that we have mellow park it's like you get weird with it and just like really visually show your inspirations that way you know oh for sure man yeah fucking art is just such a fucking cool thing it it sucks when you you know, have creative blocks, but when you're inspired and you just like nonstop are making shit, it's the best feeling in the world, man. And like you start creating yeah. a world and everything, man. It's fucking awesome. Exactly. Dude, what I wanted to say about your music, I was listening to your song a couple of times and it's like, it feels very cinematic, you know? It's like, 
like even the beginning how it builds up and stuff and then you're just at this spot and it just like feels really good and it almost feels like like if it was fit into a tv show or something um like it would be like at the point where like the main character or someone like has a big realization or whatever like an epiphany type you know what i mean and it's just like it's just like feel good feel good feel good and then it's like hits the credits or something or like or some unexpected turn it cuts the music and then it'll go credits or something but it's like <laughs> but it felt very cinematic and i could see like visual stuff with it you know as i was listening to it and it was like it's really pro like i don't feel that about all music especially like when you're trying to support a homie or something you're like you're the good homie <laughs> but that's not my favorite song you know but this one it felt right it was um it was really really good like i don't know <laughs> Are you like where do you intend on taking your music? Like do you have a like end goal or anything or where's your head at with your music? It's cool how you're able to incorporate it even into this podcast and stuff. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, I I really just want to you know, I I just want to keep sharing music and you know, cuz at the end of the day, I'm going to keep fucking making music whether, you know, things work out, things don't, but you know, I I want to keep putting stuff out. I think it's really cool to add visuals to art or to the music and stuff. I hope to keep doing that. And, you know, the usual, like, I want to go around and play shows to people, you know. Um, I, I, yeah, I just want to keep making music, dude, and play it for the people that want to hear it, you know, at the end of the day. Because it's fucking, you know, it's just the thing I love to do, you know. Dude, that's cool. That's where it's at. It's like, mm. I don't know. When you're doing these creative endeavors and it's like the money that's fueling the inspiration, it's never a good idea. It's like, it's got to come from the passion, you know? <laughs> yeah, and you can you can feel it in the art too when it's very forced and, you know, you're trying to fit that one thing because, you know, like, just for example, like in music, if you're trying to be the next Drake, you're just going to be, you know, the person that's trying to be drake you're not gonna have that that feeling with the music or the you know you're not gonna feel inspired after listening to it you're just gonna be like what are you trying to do man you know but yeah we're getting close to uh the hour mark and um dude it, it fucking flew by dude <laughs> it's been really fucking yeah. good talking with you man yeah you too could i plug yeah. something real quick or no yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, do you, you want to, you know, plug anything you want or anything you want to say, you know? Okay. Yeah, one thing I didn't touch on is, like, this other project that I'm making art for. It's called a... Uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Oh, really? Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, go um, ahead, man. Go ahead. Nice. So it's basically, like, an expansion, a further expansion for Mellow Park. And it's, like, the idea with Mellow Park was to, like, stay grounded and celebrate growth and now that we're starting to grow it's uh we're going to take it up so we're partnered with some people that came into the into the park that started collecting a bunch of plants uh tony dofat and um shandon shandon and they're really cool dudes and they have a lot of ties in with um with like the the music industry and stuff and like like bad boy records and that type of thing it's pretty wild dude and they basically wanted to be a part of Mellow Park, but considering all their resources and stuff, we're like, you know, it's better we start something fresh. And so we created Sky City, and that's an upcoming drop. And it's basically going to give, like, a lot of the holders access to, to, you know, a lot of different things, like a lot of resources from the industry, like, like either private events, you know, that not everyone's invited to or something, like, like or tickets to certain shows and stuff like a lot of giveaways and that type of thing and like to conferences like music conferences and stuff and um yeah there's a lot of resources behind it that i'm really excited about and it's like i'm just doing the artwork and then just letting these guys take care of like the marketing and exposure and stuff because that's where their expertise is so so yeah we created sky city and um it's basically like sky themed it's like on the intersection of like the atmosphere so it's like at the top of the sky right before you get into space you know so that's like the theme of the project and um 
Yeah, dude, because, I mean, considering all the resources, it's going to run up, you know, and it's going to go up there. And it's just going to, like, all the ideas we've been exploring and just, like, executing on behind the scenes, it's been pretty unreal. And, um, yeah, Mellow Park holders are going to get, like, a free mint to that one. And, like, there's going to be cool people involved and stuff. And, um, yeah, dude, I'm excited for that one. It's going to be sick. Yeah. You do you have like a timeline on um when you're thinking of releasing more stuff on it and just all that all that kind of stuff? Sky City stuff, yeah. So like in March for sure, a lot of news is gonna come out. Hell yeah, um, yeah. In March, it's like they got they got like their yeah, whole like they're professional with it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's tight. They're professional with it. They like got the whole schedule mapped out and stuff, and um like all these resources and connections and certain people getting involved. And it's, um, it's pretty unreal to be honest. It's like super hyped, but they're cool dudes. Uh, how too. long have and you, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, how long have you been working like behind the scenes with it? Um, I'd say since like, man, time is crazy in this space, huh? But like either at the beginning <laughs> yeah, of right. February, <laughs> yeah at the beginning of february or end wow. of january yeah so it's been quick and uh yeah man it, it's cool it's exciting and it's like a lot of it starting to learn a lot of people from that industry like the music industry and like these labels and stuff it's like like this will be some of the like executives like first introduction into the space is through this project mm-hmm. and um like i don't know man there's some people that are like pretty enthusiastic to like help out and stuff with this sky city project and aesthetically there's like some tie-ins into mellow park and that like are going to be like expanded upon like in this collection sky city um and we're also pulling from from this other collection that i that i put out that was basically like just a brain dump of ideas that most of them were free but it's called thinks and uh yeah, so we're pulling a lot of that, those sky-related and space-theme-related characters into this project. And, um, yeah, dude, I'm stoked. It's kind of like, now I see the space as, like, offering, like, like you're going to have projects that, like, they're more utility-focused, you know? They're, like, they give yeah. access and that type of thing. And this is going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. While you have, like, your art-focused projects, which is, like, more on the side of Mellow Park. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's like the utility and access of this project is going to be cool. And it's going to attract a certain type of demographic in the space that's like more music focused and stuff, you know, or maybe people that want to get introduced to like producers or that type of thing or whatever. Or um, It's really cool because like Tony, the dude Tony, he's like in a really interesting position where he has these resources and accesses to stuff where... You know, it's too much for him to, like, kind of go on his own. And he's, like, like, not as young as he used to be, like he says, you know. So he's, like, mm-hmm. he can't be going out to all these events every single night. So he kind of wants to pass them on to, like, our community and stuff instead. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty admirable. So it's rad. I'm excited. Nah, man. it's It's been a fucking pleasure, dude. And I, I definitely hope we can uh, do this again sometime soon, hopefully when you know sky city comes out and all that good shit man so excited for all yeah this. dude yeah man thank you and i'm super stoked on you and like doing this you know it's like we need more like i don't know just content web3 focused content focus on nfts and stuff you know coming from like cool people mm-hmm. like even last night i was looking for someone to put on youtube or something like in the background while i worked and it's like the options are pretty slim <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah man you know um yeah just trying to put out the good vibes and you know if someone gets into nfts for me that's fucking awesome you know but Mm. yeah man i appreciate you fucking coming on and um yeah man it's been another episode of the mental vacation hour stay gold man yeah dude appreciate you thank you (laughs) smokey